0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to another Friday night edition of the Pajama Party. on am one of those, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Bonsoir. How about, about that? Como tali Woo. How's everybody?
1: Good, good, good,
2: good. Great. How you, Great. How you
1: doing, Miss Kettle?
2: I'm fine. How about yourself and Papa DJ? <laughs> I'm feeling mighty fine. It's
1: Friday, you
2: know. Oh.
1: What's
2: up? -hmm. It's Friday night. Cheers. Clink.
0: Yep. Ooh, how
1: you doing, Papa? I'm okay. I'm okay. Got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, There's a lot going on as usual. The election is getting closer. Mm. The ads on TV are on every two seconds. Sometimes it's nothing but advertising commercials in a row. So. Oh
0: gosh,
2: it's been rough.
1: Our uh, opening question would be this here. When you see all these ads on the networks, you know these things uh, cost money, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know these different political affiliates are paying these networks money to advertise these ads. Okay. So. Who's the whore in all this? You know, for lack of a better word. Who's winning? Because I think when money's flowing like that, nobody's losing. So who's winning? I mean, what, what do you think? I mean, and what a Netflix doing with his money? I only said that because we're going to get deeper later on with, I'm going to get deeper anyway, with with the money that people are making these days. Celebrities are making endorsements and things of that nature. And I think this is just the tip of the iceberg, you know, all the money that's given for this and that, which give other people more money to take in other directions. So, what do you think well, about all the money that I can the jump networks
2: are making on political ads?
1: And networks that make the money off of it. Okay.
2: Yes. Well, yes. I'm gonna just address the political ads because, frankly, I feel like I can't hardly even watch television now because the political ads. I feel like they're just—it's almost like a form of abuse. You know, yes. you're trying to watch a show and then they come up with. This person is a liar and they're doing this and that. Mm. You can't trust them. Pay for by blah blah blah. Mm. And then right behind that is one saying the opposite.
1: It's about the person like, oh, don't listen to that. About.
2: This person is a bona fide liar. They yeah. did this and that.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't do
2: that. Pay for by the blah blah blah. And it's like, oh my gosh, can we not? And what what gets me is that none of these people tell you why they should be elected.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: All they do is focus on what's the, wrong the with the other person.
1: And the latest issues that somebody is for or against, whether it be the insurrection or the abortion. Yeah. That seemed to be the, the two backgrounds of people or the fact that somebody's teaming with Pelosi. or Is that oh, my, my name God. right? Or Pelosi. Yeah.
2: But, it just yeah. goes on and on. And frankly, I feel like those ads are so counterproductive Because when you keep hearing about, I'm not going to say anybody's name, I'll just say Candidate A. If you keep every five minutes, you hear, don't go with Candidate A because they did this. Candidate A did that. Candidate A said this. They keep drilling that person's name into your head. What do they think is going to happen when people go to the polls if you don't vote early? And you're like, who do I vote for? That name is ringing in your ear. Not because you remember, oh, this somebody said they were bad. It's just that you keep hearing their name over and yeah. over. And it becomes the name you know. So you just go for it. So, I don't know. But like you said, the networks, you know, they don't care because they're getting paid. But what you say, Kel?
3: Um, I guess I just get tired of people just going back and forth and badgering each other. Why not? you know, express what you're doing for yourself in your campaign and what you're going to do for the people because we're the ones that are voting. We should be the ones highlighted because, you know, we should know what you're the one to do for us because mm-hmm. we're paying your salaries, you know, instead of um badgering everybody else. You know, like if you're candidate A, why are you badgering candidate B? Um, you know, what mm-hmm. they didn't do, why not just talk about what I can do or what I have done in the past and so on. That's the only thing I don't like about those ads. Just just
0: bothers me. So.
1: Yeah, that's very true. That. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll see their opponent in their ad longer than them. They got a picture of their exactly. opponent. Exactly,
2: that was my yeah, point.
1: Don't vote for this one. Mm-hmm. here, 'cause because she's this and she's that, and she's this and she's that. I'm like, well, damn. When are you gonna talk about you gonna spend all this money on this commercial, and you talked about how bad your opponent was, but you said her name yeah. or his name four or five times,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and didn't give no, no nothing to you, and that you approved the message, and oh, it's just it's a mess. And that's really what is. I meant.
2: That name, person's name, gets drilled into your brain, and then when you go to the polls, you're trying to figure out well, which one is the lesser of two evils. You know, you can't help but to recall, well, that's the name I remember hearing the most. Mm. So it seems to me to be counterproductive that they keep putting these, I call them negative ads. It just seems silly to me. Frankly, I think the FCC should ban all negative political ads. If it was up to me, I would ban them all. And I would say, if you want to advertise... Uh, something political, then it has to speak about who you are and what your platform is, what you're going to do, etc. But negative ads will no longer be tolerated. Mm. But that's just what I would do in an ideal world.
1: But on the on the on the other side of all of it, none of it really matters because people have such a strong political affiliation that. No matter what you say about anything, a Republican's gonna vote for a Republican, and Democrats gonna vote for a Democrat. It doesn't matter how much you try. Who are you trying to persuade? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to make sure the people is gonna guaranteely vote for them, vote for them, or are you tr- or are you gonna try to persuade to turn somebody out to go in another direction? I think that's nearly impossible because everybody seems to be set. You know, like the Maryland uh, governor race. You know, a lot of people are talking about you know the gentleman that's running for Democrat. But then there's a lot of Republicans in, in Maryland as well, in your suburban towns and everywhere else. I mean, you know Prince George County can't put you in office by itself, because Maryland has a lot of oh my goodness, <laughs> they got they got counties on top of counties, mm-hmm. and we're not even going way out to the, almost the tip of martinsburg west virginia in that direction all down the you know the brunswick and germantown and frederick gaithersburg you know
0: whoo that's a whole
1: nother that's a whole nother land out there
0: absolutely that's
1: very republican so if you're going to vote for this democrat person and you feel like he's going to make it amongst the black community you better think again but anyway We'll leave it at that, and uh, we'll get yeah. on with the show. That was our opening statement about I um,
2: have nothing for politics. Oh, wait. I, do, I lied. Uh-oh. I have one more statement. Here we go. I will be glad when Tuesday comes and the election happens, because hopefully they will stop running all of those ads and go back to the regular commercials that get on my nerves. And that's my last statement. Yeah, well,
1: that night's going to be the purge until midnight. I think if you're gonna vote, you better vote and then get back in the house because that night's gonna be ugly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be ugly. Anyway. Okay. All right,
3: Kevin. Over got. to you. Let's get the rundown. What's what's going on for tonight? I know
2: okay. you got a good one. Wait,
3: Papa, Papa Didi said we got a lot, so let's get it in. All right. <clears throat> I'll, um in focus. Gabby Petito's parents sue Utah police for $50 million. Also, U.S. Embassy officials visit Brittany Griner in Russian prison. And Jeff Bezos, Jay-Z, and others may bid on Washington's Commanders, the football team. Also, our cocktails of the week, uh, What's Popping with Papa Didi, My Kelly's Corner, about relationships. Um, of course, we have to lighten it up with our weird news, Swiss. Claim record for world's longest passenger train. Also, um, swift-footed lizard named Massachusetts State Dinosaur. And Maine begins removing naughty license plates. Okay, I'm just saying. With red wine, with the um, repercussion? Also, living for the city. My Hollywood wrap-up, the kiss list, and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with in focus.
1: Hey, this is Papa Didi. Join me on Friday nights live at the Pajama Party Adult Online Radio Talk Show, and don't miss my segment called Living for the City and What's Poppin'.
2: Hey, and, and join me. This is Red Wine with the long, long stem, and I've got the hot topics in my commentary called I'm Just Saying. And don't forget the Cocktail of the Week for me, Shadow with the yellow top. I got the Hollywood Wrap Up along with Weird News. And don't forget, we've got the kitchen list. That's for the people who get on our last nerves and want us to call them out.
1: So join us on Blog Talk Radio for the Pajama Party.
2: Every Friday night at 9 p.m. on the East Coast and 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Go to the to listen online or follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty. Call us live, 914-803-4306. And don't forget to press 1.
1: Now let's get back to the show. Hey, what happened to the snack tray or the bartender? Does he want to see my slippers? I'll call the room service. All right, welcome back to the jump party. I'm uh, your host, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle.
2: Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. And it's time for In Focus, and I'm going to get it started. I'm going to talk about this Gabby Petito situation. The parents of Gabby Petito, and if you don't recall, that was the 22-year-old woman whose disappearance and murder last year spurred all kinds of speculation about how it happened and who killed her and all of that. Well, her family has now filed a lawsuit against the police in Moab, Utah, claiming that the police officers who pulled Petito and her boyfriend, Brian uh, Landry, Laundry, I guess it's Laundry, Brian Laundry, uh, the cops that pulled them over just weeks before she, w- she was killed, uh, the lawsuit is saying that the cops could have prevented this woman's death. So according to the lawsuit, the Moab officers that spoke to Petito and Laundry in August of last year while responding to a domestic disturbance between the two of them were negligent, and this is again according to the lawsuit that they, the cops were negligent because they failed to recognize telltale signs of domestic abuse, and they misidentified laundry as the victim. So when these cops pulled him over, the cops thought that he was the one being victimized. So Petito's attorneys uh, also alleged that Eric Pratt, who was one of the officers that questioned Ms. Petito, was fundamentally biased against her because Pratt had previously threatened to kill a woman when their relationship ended. So they're saying this cop who pulled them over, the couple, already had a history of domestic violence, which is why he basically turned a blind eye to the signs that should have alerted him that this is a domestic violence situation. So... The family is uh like i said they're they're suing', him. and um there was another witness uh who who said that he had previously threatened her before, but they didn't name who that was i mean, speaking of the cop, Pratt said that they knew something about his history of domestic violence, so the family's lawyers are saying that um that the officers also sought out loopholes in Utah's law to avoid following non-discretionary laws and that they weren't trained correctly on uh, how to handle domestic violence issues. So, you know, basically they're going after the cops in Utah to say, you all didn't know what you saw or you ignored it, which could point to inadequate training or bias, whatever the case, they're saying that because the cops ignored or didn't respond the way they should have, that's why their daughter is dead now. Is That's the bottom line is what they're saying. So, and if you don't remember this case, I mean, this was like all over the news last year. Um, this happened back in August, August the 12th, actually, when the police officers in Moab, Utah, responded to a domestic incident between uh, Miss Petito and Mr. Laundrie. There was an anonymous witness that called 911 saying that she saw uh, Mr. Laundrie slapping Miss Petito and said that he hit her right before they drove off. So when the two of them, of them got pulled over by the police, Miss Petito said that she was suffering a mental health crisis. And... Uh, the officers who identified Miss Petito as the aggressor in the situation told both of them they need to just spend the night alone. So basically, like, why don't you go to a hotel? You go to somewhere else. Get a separate room, separate hotel. Whatever y'all have to do, you need to separate yourself. That's what the two, uh, what the officers said. And this was Officer Daniel Robbins who made a note in the report that. Miss Petito appeared to be in extreme distress and was unable to speak without wiping away tears. So, if you see all of that going on, why would you think she is the aggressor? I don't know, but so yeah. So eventually, you know, Miss Petito ended up being uh, reported as missing on September 11th of last year, and ten days after Laundry returned home to Florida. Uh, from their cross-country road trip that they were on. And then Petito's parents say that the last time they spoke to their daughter was on August 25th and that they believe that messages were being sent for at least five days after that uh, by Laundry himself, you know, using uh, Miss Petito's phone, I guess, to hide the fact that she was dead. So Petito's body eventually was found in Wyoming on September 18th, and the coroner said that the woman had been strangled to death. So Laundry. then, of course, you know, as the story ended, he left his parents' home, allegedly to go hiking, on the uh, at the Carlton Reserve in Sarasota County, Florida. And then he went reported missing by his parents three days later, And when they finally found his body, uh, they said that he was found dead by suicide by the middle of October of last year with a gunshot wound to the head. Now, how crazy is all of this? The two of them go on a road trip. They get into some kind of disagreement. They're arguing with each other. A witness sees him hit her, slap her, as they said. And reports it, and then the police track them down, pull them over, mm. and 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 instead of them, you know, noticing the signs of this could be something more than what it looks like, the police say, okay, it it must be like a little lovers spat. Y'all need to just separate tonight, you know, separate yourselves. And then the police went on about their business. Mm. And then this man took her and killed her and left her body in Wyoming because that happened in Utah. Her body was found in Wyoming. So they're
1: suing the Utah police for neglect? Yes. As opposed to going back to, okay.
2: Yeah, they're suing the Utah police that pulled them over and disregarded all the signs and signals that were probably right in front of their face.
1: Wow. Well, yeah, that, story was, that was a very interesting story. That that story was uh, it was very neglectful. It was family. His family seemed to have the white privilege,
0: mm-hmm. where they,
1: they. Oh my goodness! The the cops watch him because I think he had some kind of convertible Mustang or something, and they watch him drive up, drive back, drive away. Well, we even had to arrest him morning. Yeah,
2: they said
3: and he we're was watching doing What he you. wanted to do?
1: And then the parents gonna say, well, we found his car in the lot or something like that. It was just, it was, yeah, just,
2: it didn't make sense. It at didn't all.
1: make sense. It was just like everybody was turning their back on, I don't know, Winnie. They
2: remember yeah. his parents went out looking for him after he hadn't come back for a couple of days. And it was weird. Like how, the police were out looking for him. How is it the police couldn't find him, but his parents did? Yeah. Well, post- the police said they found him, but the parents. But the police let him
1: come and go as he pleased when he wasn't yeah. arrested. So that was crazy also. I mean, it, that thing was just a mess. It was a mess. It was an absolute mess. I don't blame
3: the people for suing him. I mean,
1: yeah. something. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> that's just crazy. Um, like I said, like you said, Red one, the telltale signs were there. And now they're talking about, oh, we need to train uh officers more and yada yada yada. Oh, Come on now. Then then they tell them that they need to live uh, stay in separate hotels or whatever. They're living together. What do you think this man is getting ready to do to this woman? Come on now. Give me a freaking break. Are you just
0: exactly. stupid
3: or a moron? I mean, some, I hate to say it, that it ends up being male and female. A female would have caught that. Yeah, they, I think it was two males that pulled them over. I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and one it, of those males,
0: to,
2: mm-hmm. but I'm sorry, go one ahead. of these males had a history of domestic abuse. One of these cops. That's crazy. And he saw it. He knew it. He didn't care.
3: He didn't give it. I would go after him as well. I would sue yeah. his ass personally. <laughs> you know, um, they may not get fifty million, but they're gonna get something out the deal because that's that's just crazy. Like I said, I hate Absolutely. to say that a female would have caught that and a female would have said more or would have done more, you know, because they would have pulled her aside that and, was, right. you know, would have talked to her more and asked her more questions like, are you okay, and this and that, and, you know, do you need help? And she would have told them. Yeah. But, you know, this this is a quote-unquote white male society. I mean, you know. Like uh, Papa Didi said, just white privilege—that's what the hell that shit was.
0: Oh, and yeah. then the
3: parents gonna gonna cover for his, for for him, saying they haven't seen him. That's a lie. They were on the property, on their property. Yeah. So.
2: But like Papa crazy. Didi just said, how did the Florida police allow Brian Laundrie to just come and go as? Oh week? my
0: God.
2: You are a. When person, he got back Nothing to else. He should have been listed as a person of interest. Even if you didn't have any proof, you were the last one with this woman. Y'all left out together to go on a cross-country trip, but you came Why? back by yourself claiming, oh, she just walked off. I don't know where she went. You become the person of interest. How the heck were you allow to just come and go and do whatever? They didn't put an ankle bracelet on them. They didn't do nothing. When well, he came back
1: by himself.
2: Yeah, and then the cops were like, oh, no, we, we got our eyes on him, We're watching him. Oh, but then miraculously, somehow he disappeared.
0: Right, and I think I, it was premeditated on his
3: part because he went. They went on a journey together. Where were they going?
2: Yeah, just a road trip. They just going across to see America.
3: He he already he knew he was going to I'm like, job. how
2: you running around cross country at 22? Like, don't <laughs> you need it. to be in school? Don't you need a job? Like, what? Again, Mm. white privilege. Just saying. So who had the money, him or the girl? I don't know. Hmm. Somebody had some money to fund a cross-country road trip. Y'all left from Florida, and this happened in Utah. So they had Hmm. been, I don't know how long they had been traveling, but they had been, you know, going here and there cross-country on this little road trip. Somebody had to be pulling out. Some cash or some plastic.
0: That's
3: that's that's a good little hump. Yeah. yeah,
2: you gotta eat. You gotta put gas and oil and whatnot in your car. Somebody gas was leave. putting up some money. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, we gonna move white on. Privilege,
3: yeah. White privilege. White privilege strikes
0: again.
3: Uh, yeah, say it. Okay, um, I'm tired of listening to that shit. Okay, I have the yes. one. US Embassy, uh officials visit Brittany Griner in Russia prison. Uh officials at the US Embassy in Moscow visited um the W NBA Brittany Griner, Um on this nine year sentence for drug possession. Everybody knows it knows the story. Um, let me see. Uh oh the it? State Department spokesman Ned Price said in a tweet that the American representative saw firsthand her tenacity and perseverance despite her uh, present circumstances. Um, Price said that the Biden administration continued to press for the immediate release of Greiner, um, who was sentenced in 2020 to oh, 16 years in a Russian prison. Okay. So uh, that's right. She did go back, and she went to court on the 25th, I think, of this, this past month, October. So they sentenced her for 16 years? Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, mm, mm, mm. I'm sorry. Griner was con- convicted in August after police said that they found vapor canisters containing cannabis
0: oil in her luggage.
3: Um, she admitted at, at her trial to having the can- cannabis um, in her luggage, but testified she packed them um, inadvertently in her haste to make her flight. The um, United States regards Griner and Willen as wrongful detainees and has been trying to, for months to negotiate with Russia for the release. Um, and Willen, he's, a, he's another uh, detainee as well. I'm not sure what happened in that case. Um, okay. People familiar with the offer have said the U.S. had offered to, be, to release convicted Russian arms dealer Victor Bout for Griner and Willen. Really? Okay. There have been no outward signs of progress since then in these negotiations. Um. Wow, a lot going on. So she's she's going to do sixteen years. Do You
2: think that wow. she's going to do that long, Papa or redline Any comments?
1: I yeah. cannot imagine that they're
0: going
2: to keep her that long.
1: Yeah. She well, she's she's in there at such a bad time with that situation yeah. going on with uh, you know. Ukraine, Yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It, it's she's in there in a bad. I mean, it's always a bad time, but
3: she's right. you know. Then mm-hmm. they're trying
1: to then they're trying to get her out over a guy that's been been there longer than mm-hmm. her, and you know mm-hmm. that's that's a little controversial right now because the family mm-hmm. thinks that you know they're pulling for her more, and you know it's just whew, it's, it's deep. I feel sorry for her because she's really in a bad situation. All right.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what um I've heard the name of the Willen, but I'm not sure why he was detained or he's in Russia or why they captured him. I'm not sure. Are you familiar with that story? The guy Whelan? Yeah,
1: he had something. He had something going on uh, a few years back, some kind of spy stuff or something to that nature. And you know they just he's been there so long that the you know the family kind of went went dark on it for a minute, but then as soon as the the Reiner thing. You know, jumped off. They're saying, "Look, yeah. you're gonna let her out. You gotta let our our family member out." So that that's where, you know, Biden's caught between a rock and a hard place now because he's been yeah. there longer. And you know, although she got the WNBA behind her and the whole world behind her, you know, he he wants to have some dibs on release as well. So it's it's a deep situation right now.
3: Oh, okay, yeah, he, he said he was captured back in 2018, mm-hmm. and he was fine, okay, yeah, okay. yeah he's been was there,
1: was there for bad. a minute,
0: hmm.
1: So, and that's that's the whole controversy right now as far as her getting such high priority by herself, because that makes up the face with him,
3: so. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but anyway, I'm mm-hmm. going to follow the story, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll see both of them and get out sometime soon.
2: Okay. Yeah, right. I hope so. Didn't they send did they say they were gonna send her to a work camp or something?
1: Yeah, I heard some talk hmm. about that but I don't know where it's gonna
2: That's even worse yeah. if they do that.
3: Yeah, yeah. And I noticed that her uh wife has been really um I've seen her on a few T V things and she's been, you know, outspoken and talking and things like that, so um, I guess she's working with the Biden administration, trying to work on, you know, getting them free. I think it's I think it's going to be a fly by night thing. You know, they're going to do everything at night, swap them. Then the next day, she'll be uh, probably all on every TV show or whatever. But um, I think they don't keep it hush hush. To me, uh, I would, you know, and, uh, don't make it so much of a big deal. It is, but I mean, you know, behind closed doors, you know, just negotiate what you need to negotiate and get out of there.
2: Yeah, that may
0: be.
1: It's going to be more than a person, though. I think Russia's going to want to trade off one of their prisoners or two. And they want some money, too. They love that American money, you know.
2: So. Damn greedy That's ass. That's because day, our huh? currency is worth more than theirs right now. Mm-hmm. And most of the time it is.
1: Yeah, they be one. a big dude, like 200 million. Yeah. So. Phew. All right. Well.
2: All right, Papa Didi, what you got?
1: I got some here. When I looked at the first word in this uh, story, it kind of pissed me off, you know. As you know, the rumors are swirling concerning the uh, Washington, what is it, generals, commanders, buck private? <laughs> what are they? What are they?
2: The commander.
1: Commanders. Commanders. Rumors are swer- swerving that, uh, and, and, you know, the uh, – The owner knew this the whole time, you know, Dan Snyder. He knew this the whole time. Things was coming down the pike for his team, and that's why he put the team in his wife's, you know, jurisdiction, you know, with him just being an overseer because he knew. He knew something was coming down. So now things are swirling around about buying a team. And once again, you know, nationally, um, Byron Allen put in for it again, And uh, this was reported on the news, actually. But then other people are showing interest in there. And the first name I see is Jeff Bezos. Now, you know, when I see Jeff Bezos' name, it reminds me of uh, the Denver Broncos where the Walmart family won that particular bid on that team. Oh, yeah. Here's 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 people that don't don't know jack about football. It becomes a pissing contest, you know. I think that when it comes to Walmart and and then Jeff Bezos, now they're in competition here on land as well. What they do, you know, they're they're battling against each other. You know, it's almost like you know men in the bathroom at a urinal. You know, like don't look down, don't look over at the other urinal. You know, unless you're in some kind of pissing contest or whatever. But it just seems like Bezos and the Walmart people are in in just that. Now that Walmart brought the Denver Broncos, I guess Bezos said, "Well, damn, well I can go and do that." Well, what does that do for the team? And and and, and as far as the, the Washington Commanders is concerned, man, if you get that team, you you first of all, all you're getting is a team and a building you're not getting a neighborhood, you're not getting a place where there's like, you know, all kinds of uh... now, Denver was already set up, you know, to buy the team in Denver would be a better move because you got the, you know, the the Alps and the the Colorado Rockies you know, situation, the mountains and the skiing and the money, you know, marijuana is completely legal, you know, there's a lot going on, but Please, Landover, Maryland, give me a break, okay? If you buy this team, that's why I say people always say if you're going to buy a house, you end up buying the neighborhood. So when you go buy a house, don't just look at the house, you know, ride around the neighborhood and see what's up. See what's happening. Are people sweeping their payments? Are people mowing their lawns? You know, what's happening with that? But they ain't mowing the lawn in Landover, okay? And that whole surrounding area over there by two oh two and all that stuff, because I tell you when the commanders are playing a home game, if you're six blocks away from the stadium, you don't even know it. That's how quiet it is over there. It's a parking lot and, and FedEx Field. There's no sports bars. There's no tailgating. There's nothing of any kind of regular stuff like you would see at a Eagles game or a Pittsburgh Steelers game or a Dallas Cowboy game. So if you're going to buy this team, you're buying old projects. You know, you're buying old 12-story projects, you know, smack dab in the middle of the hood, and they're telling you you got weeds 10 feet high and things like that. That's the comparison that's happening right now if you're going to buy this team. Not to mention the scandals behind it. The building is old. It's a mess. So I think that Jeff Bezos and all them, you want to go in, you better go in. But when you go in, boy, because nobody wants to build a stadium in Virginia, D.C. Merlin is, is on the fence with it now, and it's like, it's just a mess. So, But anyway, to get on with the actual story, Jeff Bezos, you know, maybe mulling the biggest purchase yet. You know, the NFL franchise, the uh, Amazon founders looking into buying the Washington Commanders. with it now says, with musical mogul J.C., okay? Potentially joining Bezos and his investors, a person close to Bezos told People Magazine on Thursday, okay? Bloomberg, the Washington Post, and the TMZ also reported this. Now, my question, too is why the hell is Jay-Z in bed with Bezos? What the hell is that about? I mean, what about Byron Allen? He's the brother that tried to get to Denver Broncos and everything else. So, Jay-Z, why don't you hook up with the brother? You know, you're going up against Bezos. So, Bezos is going to be the lead guy in there because, you know, when you buy a team like that, somebody has to be the – the number one uh, guy, just like Snyder is with the, you know, commanders now. Everybody has the the most, I guess, percentage of the uh, investment. But for Jay-Z to team up with Bezos, when you got Oprah, and, I mean, damn, can we keep this shit kind of black, you know? Can we keep it 65% black? I mean, I know, Jay-Z, you got plenty of money, and now you don't even see Life the way we see it anymore, and it's very understandable. Cause hell, if you look at your Swiss bank account and you got six hundred million over there, not to mention two hundred million in Chase, another two hundred million in Wells Fargo, and another two hundred million in Citibank, and you know you just got millions all over the place. So you see in life a little different, you know. I guess his hedges, his hedges and grass on his lawn grows gold, not green.
2: Money in the black-owned banks. One United something
1: over there too i'm I'm just saying you know that I just think that we and here comes the term again, we as a people, okay, we need to start doing some shit together, you know Michael Jordan, Tyler Perry, these people got plenty of money in in my segment later on on uh you know what's popping i'm going I'm gonna talk about people that got money and what they're not doing with it when it comes to putting it out there where they need to, because they say the rich get rich and the poor get poor. That's a true damn fact. Cause there's a lot of money out there now, especially with all this streaming service and all these, uh, the way people get in their TV nowadays, some people got subscription to TV things. They got 20 of them. Hmm. I'm like, shit, Won't you just get cable, I uh, don't know. I don't want cable. But I got I got 20 subscriptions at $12 a piece. I'm like, "Damn, do you are you doing any math here? Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> How much is 12 times 20?" Well, no, I got this. I got Hulu and I got Boo Boo Plus, Jibi plus and, and Jobby Jobby Plus. But you're paying $350. But it's 12 hours a month for each of them. You know, just go to Verizon, Xfinity, and pay 225 and get 900 channels. But, I mean, I'm getting off off script, so I'll move back to what I'm saying here, and I'll move on. Uh, we as a people, and I say it out loud, us beautiful black people or just people of color, can we secure one damn football team, okay?, there's 32 teams out there with no black owners, okay? And if Bezos getting there, it will still not be no black owner. I don't give a damn if Jay-Z is on his coattail. I think Jay-Z owns a part of the Brooklyn Nets. And that's cool, brother, but he's you're not. No, buddy. he well, sold buddy. it. But well, well, whether he did or not, he's not the lead dog nowhere. And you got too so much
3: money Jay-Z to not... So 51% in Bezos 49?
1: Will he be a, no, a, a majority
3: I, black owner? No, I
1: or don't, don't think Bezos is going to allow that to court. happen. I don't think Bezos is going to allow that to happen because Bezos in a pissing contest.
3: Bezos may not want to be the front running. He, he needs mm. Jay-Z to bring in the money. That's yeah, why he's on his cocktail.
1: Yeah, but this, this paper I'm reading has Bezos' name first. Okay, and Be- Bezos... That does
3: damn thing, Papa Diddy. Hold up. Wait a
1: minute. Hold
0: up. Hold up. That don't
1: hold mean up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's look at, the team that was just, look at the team that was just sold. The Denver Broncos. Who brought that? Okay. The Walmart okay. family.
0: Okay.
1: All right. is Okay. Well, let me make my point. Bezos in competition with Walmart already. So their yes. two dicks is already not hanging the same out.
0: category.
1: They're
2: not in
1: the same category. Walmart, yesterday. Walmart, and Amazon is in the exact same category. They're if both. You say so, Father. If that's what you think, <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, so how are they different?
3: Yeah, but I mean, all right, all right. You so how are they different when it comes Jeff to Jeff Bezos? You can get anything from Walmart, any anything from Jeff Bezos, but if you really Please. want something that you can't find, you better go to Walmart. You better go to um, Amazon. 'Cause Walmart not gonna have it. So they that's why I say they're not in the same category.
1: Well we're not talking mm-hmm. the actual product. We're talking about Okay. Big money. We talking about big money. We not talking about the soap and, and oh, okay. Bander, okay. you know. Okay. We talking, you know, it. big money. These two guys oh. are competing with each other just just like your boy, he's in there too, the one who just brought the Twitter. Oh, you Elon
2: know, Musk I'm talking, Elon Walmart Musk, Twitter. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm just saying. Well, you know what? All I'm saying is and I'm, I'm gonna get off my soapbox, but I'm gonna say this here. Okay. These mm-hmm. these rich, rich ass white guys, their competition mm-hmm. be- between each other is only because the consumer like us, they've already considered us to be fools. You know, we're just poor ass fools that they breed off of every day. So they figure, who can well, shag? I. Hide made money.
3: Everybody. I made well. Their money. How you think you to yeah, make well, your money without
1: us? Well, I'm not, well, I don't, I, you can make your money, but you don't have to really turn anybody's uh, attitude toward who we are. Because when Martin the King was living, well, he taught us to boycott and to shut your ass down. But right now we don't have that ability because we don't stick together enough to shut down anybody because we're just too damn selfish. I'm going to get off this. Okay. Cause
3: okay. I yeah, yeah we need a drink after that. We need to drink. Well, we need, we need okay.
1: All black folks to get together and buy a team. And well, get we, we, we need to contact
3: it. the uh, Tyler Perry's, the Oprahs, all of them need to get together. But but that yeah, might not be them. what they want. They, their interest is not there. Maybe I don't know. All right. Well. All right. Let me get into this cocktail. Um, snap crackle and drop. Yes. Ooh. We need this. <laughs> all right. Thanks to uh, Miss Red Wine. Um, she brought this to us. Snap, crackle, and drop. All right. This is uh, a tequila. Interesting tequila shot. There's something about the ritual of taking a tequila shot. Load it up. Shot glass with some of the agave spirit, salt, and wetted portion of your hand. And firmly grip a live wedge in the other hand. Uh, I'm quite sure you know how to do that, Papa Didi. Uh, take a tequila shot. So the ingredients for this is one and a half ounces of Don Julio Resverado tequila, seven dashes of bitter, four twists freshly ground black pepper, and one Ooh. lime. Ooh. So pour the tequila into a shot glass or old fashioned glass. Stir together the bitters and, and pepper on a saucer until they uh, form a paste and coat one side of the lime with with the mixture. Take a bite of the lime and then sip the spirit. There you go. That is called a snap, crackle, drop. All right. Oh, is it drop?
2: Snap, crackle, drop, 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 drop. Drop. And then drop Mm -hmm. drop it like it's hot.
3: Drop it like it's hot. Okay.
2: Wow, that sounded interesting. I would try that shot. That's a shot, you said, right?
3: And that's a shot. I think I need one of those tonight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> aye, 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 aye. Okay, well, thank you. Top Tale of the Week is brought to you by Cattle and D.C. Homegrown Entertainment. And you can visit their website at dchomegrown.com for further information. And we're down to what's popping Spot. Are we going forward, or do you? want no, let's take
1: a break for a second. Let me okay. get all my notes lined up here.
2: All right, we'll take a break and then we're coming back with Papa Didi and What's Poppin'? It's the Pajama Party Show.
3: This is Kettle with the yellow top. Join me every Friday for my segment called Kettle's Corner, where I'll be talking about any and everything from Hollywood to far. Rockaway, New York, and everything in between. I'll take one of this week's headlines that caught my eye and give it Kettle's point of view. So join me, that's Kettle with the yellow top, every Friday night on the pajama party. Uh, uh, new headlines are coming in now, so
2: I gotta go check them out. And I'll see you in Kettle's corner.
1: All right, welcome back to Pajam John Party you host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. All right, Papa Didi, what's poppin'?
1: Oh, there's so much out there. I'm telling oh. you, so much, so much, Pick so something much. And Yeah, roll yeah. One. You almost gotta, you know,
2: <laughs> roll the dice, roll it like
1: dice, you know. Uh, you know, we had a recent story on uh, Kyrie Irving, which is which is really a trip because. Uh, he is such a mess,
2: you know, yeah, I've been seeing a whole lot of stuff
1: yeah, about yeah. Harry Irvin
2: going on, and I don't really know what's going on with him, but well, you know you can explain it
1: it seems like every three months he comes up with another situation between him and uh you know your boy uh the other guy, what's his name yay. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> whatever he's calling himself, Kanye.
1: Yeah. yeah, him and Kanye are two. They're they're young men with a lot of money, and uh, you know they just and the whole thing in the world Where followers now. You know, I guess people are you know living under that particular dream, and they got plenty of money, you know. And but I'll tell you. The moral to that story is that you'll never see a Brinks truck fall on a hearse. And if you got plenty of money, you got to keep on saying that. I'm never going to see a Brinks truck fall on a hearse. You got to say it over and over again to know that you can't take none of that with you. And, And life is just a time frame. You know, we're here all on God's borrowed time. And life is very short, you know. We may, if we're lucky, we'll get three sets of 30, which equals goes 90, if we're lucky. You know, my parents lived to be in their 90s, and I'm hoping I can get some of that, you know. But uh, Kyrie Irving made statements about, you know, well, he, he actually promoted a documentary that was denouncing the uh, Jewish struggle and things of this nature, and he was agreeing with it, you know, and that that's just his choice. But, you know, you have to understand that he's a brother of a certain age, first and foremost. Now, don't ever leave that out. We never can take money and put that on top of experience, age, and genuine knowledge from good teaching. Because see, all that has to do with everything. If you got good teachers in your life and good people that gave you good tutelage, good truth toolage, then you will be able to see what's up with what things are. But if you were lucky enough to have a talent and all of a sudden you was making money and you didn't have good toolage in the the meantime, then your brain is right where you picked it up when you added dollar signs in it. You never picked up any knowledge to go along with it. It's almost like you didn't put, you know, butter in the pan before you put eggs in it. You know what I mean, and you don't have a Teflon pot from the beginning, so the eggs is gonna be really fucked up. No disrespect. Only only swear use the swear word make my story sound better. But anyway, here's the deal. Me being a person of a certain age, what I found out about the Jewish community, being raised in West Philly. I was as a young man. By the time I was eight, nine, ten years old. Going to the corner stories in my neighborhood, they were all owned by Jews. And the different delicatessens that sold the corned beef specials, they were on, owned by Jews on 60th Street in West Philly. Uh, around the corner from me, I was raised on 59th Street. Well, on Sixth Street in West Philly was your delicatessens and your supermarkets and all those was raised by Jews. Because this is how the Jewish community and the black community always traveled, is that we... And this is, this is not only knowledge of myself, but from my parents' and grandparents' knowledge. We always followed the Jews when it came to where we were going to live because they were on the run just like us. Mm-hmm. Just as many people hated Jews as hated black people. So Jews had the white skin, so they was able to move in the neighborhoods when the, when the so-called coast was clear. And then when they did better, because they stuck together and they stick together and they follow their traditions and their holidays and all the different things and traditions and all that, and all that makes them be able to continue to build their wealth and they continue to move on in prog- pro- progress. But as they progress, black people would move into their areas. And I, I'm definitely a person of that because my parents in West Philly, we brought our house off a of Jewish family. They were there first. And and it, it, was, it was just almost nationwide where people was, and we even, Jews were hiring black people to work in their houses. You know, a lot of people's mothers was cleaning houses. Right. These were houses that belonged to Jewish people and washing their children and stuff like that. So we were very connected to Jewish people back in the day. But now you bring in Kyrie Irving, who's maybe 32 years old, or whatever the case may be. Come on, if you're 32, you're born in what, 1991? 1989? You know what I mean? So by the time, and I'm not picking on him, but by the time he came along, shit, not only was the carpet already laid, it was already dirty. The carpet needed to be shampooed. I mean, a lot of young people, like I said, when you drop money, in their life. And I'm talking millions of dollars. Just as an example, for him saying what he did, not apologizing, they suspended him for five games. Now, Kyrie Irving makes at least $250,000 a game. Mm. A game. All right? So 250 times four is a million dollars. So times five is one million. $250,000, $250,000, this man is just going to miss for just missing five games. Now, if I'm making that kind of money, I got news for you. I'll keep my goddamn mouth shut. Mm. I ain't trying to mess up a dollar that. But if you've been making money like he has since he's been 22, 23 years old, all he knows is having that bank around him. And that's his bevel. That's his little padded room. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like a little psycho goes into a padded room. So at that time frame, being at that age and having that kind of money, he's not even aware of the history that's in, behind him, in front of him, above him, to the right, to the left. So he doesn't know Jack. And Kanye is not far away from that same thing. You Sure, your theories of your own. Your opinion is your own. But you really have to talk to your ancestors, or read some genuine truth history to figure out what stuff really was. Talk to some, you know, indigenous people and find out what they're doing, where they've been, what what's up with them. But when you come in and you just unload based on the little knowledge you got in your head, you look stupid. And lately, Kanye and and. Uh, Kyrie, and not the, the we ain't going to even leave out your boy, uh, Kevin Durant. He's another one, okay? He's right here from, you know, Prince George County. He done did and says some stupid stuff, too, because, like I said, the money comes in and gives you such a false prophecy of what you think you know, and then you get on the air and you start talking, you get on Twitter, and you start putting it out there, and people say, what? What the hell is he talking about, you know? Especially people that's 35, 40 years older than you. They're like, what the hell? What the hell? So, I'm leaving it at that. But just mull over there for a minute. And, uh, I mean, Kyrie will be all right. Because, like I said, he got plenty of money to bounce off. If you're able to lose a million and a half in a week's time and survive, then, phew, shit. Oh,
0: well.
1: Money is not even an issue.
2: All right. Thank you for
0: that one, Papa Dee. Yeah, that well, was a we good one.
3: I
2: think... Go ahead, Kevin. Okay.
3: No, I just feel as if maybe something in the air. They pumping something in the air because people are just being radical about about the wrong thing. Maybe need to be radical about this voting thing.
1: <laughs> it, yeah. it's
3: crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why It's crazy. And why are you even speaking on the Jews at all? but. What yeah, did, where did he come from? What did they ever do to you? That's what you that guys think. Yeah, yeah, come I on down. Yeah, I not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, oh, okay. you know, mm-hmm.
3: Anyway. So, but what were we going to say, Redline? I'm
2: sorry. I oh, I was just going to say, Kyrie and Kanye, both of them need to just shut up.
0: Yeah. yeah. Stop talking. Because
2: mm-hmm. when you start yeah. talking and you say stupid stuff, that's how you get in trouble. So how about you just stop talking?
1: Yeah, because people that lived, people that lived, some people are still living that lived that life. You know, the world's not full of 30-year-olds right now. You know what I mean? There's still some 40s, some 50s, some 60s, some 70s, some 80s, and some 90-year-olds still walking the planet that that have rubbed the rock. There
2: are people, I think there's still Holocaust survivors still living. Oh, sure. So to make statements to say that it never happened and that was a fictitious event. Yeah. Are you serious?
1: It's almost like somebody come out and black people would only relate to it if somebody come out and say, well, Martin Luther King never existed.
2: Yeah, Well, how about or, slavery you know, never existed? Yes,
1: slavery never existed. You know, and all that, yes, if you want to
2: start with all of that kind of stuff, you can't just decide something didn't happen if there's historical proof. No. So how about just mm. shut up?
1: Well, his followers is behind him.
2: Well, someone mm-hmm. once told me if people talked what they knew, it would be a lot more quiet around. <laughs>
0: okay. okay. All right. <laughs> All right. We're
3: going to leave it at that.
2: Leave <laughs> it at that. All right. Let's go over to Kettle's yeah. Corner and see what Kettle's got for us this week. What's happening in Kettle's Corner this week, Miss Kettle? Oh, you sound so excited over there to hear what's going on. Oh, yeah. On. <laughs> I'm ready to hear. What, what What's in the corner this week?
3: Uh-huh. Well, this is, this is a doozy. So sit back and get the cocktails and buckle up. All right. Um, what you got? Stacy. Stacy writes to us. Stacy is asking advice from the Pajama Party crew about her four-year relationships with two individuals. Stacey is a law student in her senior year at Howard University. So the first is a young woman and she is a filmmaker that makes her laugh and is great in the bedroom. And the second is an older man that is established with a business degree and uh, he's okay in the bedroom. So Stacey is a bisexual woman with a lot on her plate. Which one should she choose? to continue the date. Mm.
0: Hello?
2: Well, I'd like to hear your take on it, or are you trying to go last? Oh, I'm going to go last
3: on this one. This is a good one. I figured i open open you guys' nose on it. Oh, one.
2: my goodness.
3: Come
0: on, oh, Pop, I don't you know. So much to say tonight. Uh,
1: on, oh, oh, see that see how she told me on the bus you got so much to say. Yeah, you know I do. I do. Look I, like do I do. And, you know Well, you know, if you don't stand up for something you'll fall for anything. So that's why I stand no, up
0: that's
1: true. So let me let me let me put my opinion out here first. Now first of all and what's her name again? The young lady, Stacy. Okay. Well, the first thing I wanna know is what gives Stacy so much goddamn power? Um, is he built? Is he built like a brick shit house? Or what? What's what she got going on? Stacy got hey. options. You know, she got options. I guess. Mean. Like, yeah. yeah itty, meety, said she got yeah.
3: options.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming she got a fantastic body and all this stuff that everybody's just drooling when she walks down the street. Now you say the choice between a young woman she's dealing with an older man. Now. Uh huh. Now we all right. This as a little litigation. Now we don't have the opinion of the young woman or the older man on how they actually feel about her. But uh, you know, I'm just looking at the two way street of this. Okay,
0: I'm not looking at law order with it. I'm
1: not looking at Uh a one way street or nothing because. All right,
2: come uh, on, counselor. All right, no, I'm
1: just. um, I I don't think it should be a choice because she's she's still in law school and all that. Okay. So. Being, being, she's becoming a lawyer. She'll be the first to know the error of her ways, you know,
0: <laughs> okay. legally. Okay. So she'll know
1: when she messes <laughs> up. But I, I, I guess the, the safe thing I can say is that in a situation like that, I can only leave that up to her because she seems to be the jockey of those horses, and okay. she must be, she must ride horses pretty good. Being she could ride a male horse and a female horse no pun intended mm-hmm. but uh okay. but i i can only i can my honest answer is that i only can leave that decision up to her because boy she's got the whole world in her hands the world she in got hand? she got the best <laughs> of both worlds
2: she got it going on <laughs> and oh, i
1: just, uh, okay. i wish her luck because uh, that's okay. going to be interesting
2: well here's my opinion yeah, stacy okay. if you're listening tonight it sounds to me that, well, let me let me rephrase that. I think you should not try to build a relationship on physical satisfaction. Mm. So you're okay. saying that the woman makes you feel good, makes you laugh and all that, and mm-hmm. the older man, he may be lacking in some areas sexually, but there mm-hmm. must be some attraction because you're still with him. Okay. So, I would say you have to look beyond what it feels like and and look at what are you getting from the relationship. If all you're getting is Mm -hmm. a laugh and fun from the female, to me that doesn't sound like enough of a foundation for a relationship.
0: But Mm -hmm. if all you're
2: getting is mediocre sex from the older man, that doesn't sound like a foundation for a relationship. So to me, mm-hmm. it sounds like what she has is two opportunities to kill time,
0: but she's mm-hmm. not really in a
2: place where she's going to find an actual strong relationship. So my okay. advice to you, Miss Stacy, is kick them both to the curb and keep looking. Mm-hmm. Find somebody who meets all the requirements and don't settle for, I'll take this even if they don't have that. You know, mm-hmm. you, why are you settled? You're a young person. You got time, hopefully, God willing.
0: Mm-hmm. I would
2: say get rid of both of them and find somebody who meets all your requirements. Well, she's still
3: in college. Okay. Fun well, too. that's what I'm saying. Right now, this is fine. I'm, I'm kind of weighing on what Papa's saying. I mean, she's still in college. She's having fun. My opinion is. Go with the female, the one you're having fun with. Enjoy their company. Um, the older person, um, you know, maybe just continue to be friends, but um, you know, like, like Papa said, she's still young. I mean, she's in college, she's having a good time. And if you're in law school for four years you gotta do probably another four or five more years, so why not continue that relationship with the female? That's what I would say. I would say go for it, have a good time. Why you can, um, you know, because the other person she probably be, she could be in it for the same reason. We don't know, but she was just asking our advice for which one should she go for. I say go for the female. Have a good time, Stacy. That's my advice.
2: Well, I think y'all are just being promiscuous, but. That's just... <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, thank you uh, all right. Have a good time, <laughs>
2: all right yeah i mean
3: that's what
2: movies are for you
3: want to have fun go to a movie go bowling, yeah okay go skating. all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well if you guys got any questions or comments or want to join the conversation it is up tonight 914-803-4306 and press and one to get in the queue we would love to hear from you so we're going to take a little cc break and come back with the real news
2: Cool. All right, we'll do that, and then we're coming back with, uh, what's next? The Weird News? Weird News, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Weird News coming up next on the other side on the Pajama Party Show.
0: Living just enough, just enough for the
2: Okay, but well, why are we doing TV one I thought we were doing pajama party. Well, I, I was
1: talking about my little, uh, one of my
0: segments. Segments, one of my segments of uh, the uh, City. Join the party. Now you, now you ride me. That's every Friday night at 9. Pajama party. No yes. clothes
2: allowed.
1: Kettle and red wine, uh, my parade. I had the mic first. And they're
0: coming in just trying to, uh,
1: you know. It's my turn. call. Oh, yeah, <laughs> well,
2: oh, okay, uh, call us at 914-803-4306. And press
1: 1. And press 1 to be put into the queue. And uh, say what you have to say. You can read off what we're talking about. Come up with a new subject of your own. We're we we're,
0: from we're
1: liberal. We're
0: easy. It? It's the same
1: Eastern time, we're here 9, 9 p.m. Friday nights. at uh, 6, o'clock 6 o'clock West, coast, West coast. And uh, what, maybe 7 o'clock in the mountains? or Yeah, <laughs> 7 in the, yeah,
0: the mountains. Uh, around 8 Michigan. Central.
1: Michigan and New Orleans and all that. We're like an hour back. Yeah, but 9 o'clock on the East Coast. 9.15 it's time. time, 9.15. Ah, ah, don't be late when you listen up. It's at 9 o'clock on the
0: dot. That's right.
1: Every Friday night. We'll see you there. Goodbye. Hi, welcome back to Vajom one who's Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. It's time for the weird news. Ooh, we got some good ones for you this week. Who's up first? Hmm. Oh, Papa Didi. You're in the first uh, position. Uh, Come on with your
0: weird news. All
1: right, you this is, uh, this is uh, the Swiss claim a record for the uh, world's largest uh, passenger train. This is in Geneva, mm. Switzerland. All right. The Swiss Railway Company claims the world's record for the world's largest passenger train Saturday with, with a uh, triple one of the most spectacular tracks through the Alps. All right. This is called the Ron Railway Company ran the 1.9 kilom- kilom- kilometers long, which is 1.2 miles long, train composed of 100 coaches. Okay, along the, uh, what is that, Al- Al- Albussa Benidia route from Perdia to Bergenen. These are towns in Switzerland. Maybe I'm pronouncing them coach. wrong, but 100 coaches long is crazy going through the Alps must look like a wonderful thing the route was designated a uh, a world heritage in, in in 2008 that led through 22 tunnels some was spiraled through mountains and across 48 bridges including the curve something called the landwich uh, viaduct okay wow. the entire journey took over an hour to go through these mountains bridges and things as it's 100 cars. So imagine one hundred cars. It's crazy. Uh now rail enthusiasts, I'm sure they're taking pictures to their heads blow up. They line the valleys to watch the trains twenty five section wind that uh, was way over fifteen point five miles through the Alps. It must have been an incredible vision to see. Woo! So wow. So they they won an award for um having the most elaborate uh not only length of a train, but just the whole, the the landscape that the train travels. And uh, if you ever go to uh, Geneva, Switzerland.
2: I think I would be scared out of my wits With a hundred cars, that's a whole lot of connecting cars.
1: Yeah, well, you know, if they're connected, they're connected.
2: Yeah, but I wonder how many engines does it take to pull a hundred cars?
1: Look at you. Look at you, Red. Well, with just, your, uh, I, I
2: ride trains from time to time. No, I'm
1: saying that I'm was a good. That was a great like, analogy.
2: How many engines would it take to pull a hundred cars?
1: Yeah, you're you're exactly right. It would probably take about six.
2: And you're talking mountains, so going uphill mm-hmm. and down and then up. That's some scary. But that was stuff.
1: that was a very good engineering analogy that you said because you ain't gonna pull a hundred cars with one damn car. No. And what happens if you try to do that? What happens if you try to pull all those cars with I don't just think it's one so engine? It'll move, but what would happen? It'll move a little bit, but what happens? It'll be
2: slow, I guess.
1: No, the front wheels will come off the track.
2: Oh wow! Because
1: the power you're trying oh, to pull in sense. the back from the will make, it, back. Will make the, the car pop, make the engine pop a wheelie. Oh, that would it's be crazy! Bad. Yeah, it's crazy.
2: Yeah, now I'm curious. Like, how are they pull in a hundred cars?
1: Yeah, with, at least with six, people. At least six engines. Yeah, year.
2: not a hundred empty cars. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, that yeah,
2: I don't think I. I don't know if I want to ride that.
1: You're a, you're so you're a railroad buff.
2: Well, you know I I ride every now and then. You get it
1: in, okay.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, my weird news has to do with a lizard up in Massachusetts, and now they've decided they're gonna call it their state dinosaur. Now I'm wondering, do other states have a state dinosaur, or is Massachusetts just being special? They got a swift-footed lizard that lived a million years ago, according to them, is what Massachusetts has now named the state's official dinosaur under legislation. They got a law passed for it. Legislation that was signed Wednesday by Governor Charlie Baker. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the dinosaur's name because I'm going to mess it up. Pod- well, okay, now I'm going to try it. Podicasaurus. holokinesis, holokinesis, okay, received more than 60% of the roughly roughly 35,000 votes that were cast in the social media campaign initiated early last year by State Representative Jack Lewis. Uh, This dinosaur beat out another dinosaur that was also discovered in the state of Massachusetts. Uh, Representative Lewis came up with the idea of a state dinosaur while trying to find engaging projects for the Cub Scouts, uh, a, a Cub Scout den that he was leading during the height of COVID-19 pandemic, and that's how this project came about. So the project uh, didn't just get people involved in science, but it also taught them about the legislative project pro- process, I mean. So hopefully they learn something, and hopefully when they're old enough to vote, they'll go vote, little Cub Scouts. So this dinosaur, (laughs) Podocosaurus holicon, whatever, which means swift-footed lizard of Holyoke, was discovered in western Massachusetts back in 1910 by Mount Holyoke College professor Mingyong Talbot, who was the first woman to find, discover, name, and describe a dinosaur back in 1910.
0: Mm. So this
2: particular dinosaur species was believed to be anywhere from three to six feet around um, in length and weighed about 90 pounds and was estimated to run between nine to 12 miles per hour. That's probably really fast. I don't know. How is that fast? If you can run 9 to 12 <laughs> mile, miles an hour, how fast
0: is it? Mm. I, I guess I'm so. thinking
2: like if, well, I'm thinking if I'm driving 10 miles an hour, I'm hardly moving forward. But mm. when you consider when you're on foot, that mm. probably is, seems faster. But All right. Well, Massachusetts wow. got a state dinosaur, so I guess all the other states, uh, y'all better catch up. Mm, a state mm, a dinosaur
0: dinosaur, you
2: check.
3: a dinosaur. you can't pronounce the name too.
2: Exactly. A <laughs> poly poly, poly something, holly something. But okay.
0: What Shout out to is the dinosaur. Okay. There it is. All right.
2: All right, Kev. Um. What's your weirdness?
3: It's uh, Maine, We're going to Portland, Maine now. Uh, Maine begins removing um, those naughty license plates. Oh, really? Maine? Uh-huh. Maine is cleaning up its roadways by removing the slipping vulgarities from license plates. The state is enforcing new rules to eliminate F-bombs and other obscenities that appeared on vanity license plates after the state effectively eliminated its review process. The state began issuing recall letters this month. with a handful each day. Uh, It'll take a couple of months to complete the process. Um, Secretary of State Sheena Bellows is passionate about free speech as a former director of the American Civil Liberties Union of of Maine. But she said obscenities should not be on license plates which are state property.
2: Okay.
3: Um, last year, the Maine um, legislature directed the Bureau of Motor Vehicles to re- reestablish rules for venting license plates. Uh, Maine's new rules, which Bello said track closely with New Hampshire's revised uh, standards, ban derogatory references to age, race, um, sexual orientation, gender identity. National origin, religion, or disability. Also banned is language that incites violence or is considered profane or obscene. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So, main keeping folks in check. Can use no uh, vulgarity on the license plates no more. <laughs>
2: So if you wanted to get a vanity tag that said "bitch one," they they're not going for that. huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think so. can't do that. I think I think you'd be turned
3: down in Portland, Maine. You can do it maybe somewhere else in Portland, Maine. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Bitch, no. <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: Okay,
0: and but that's in where Maine. Maine.
3: Yeah, Portland, Maine. I think one person is going to try to try there, you know, try to fight them. I'm like, okay, why are you going to try to fight on something that is just crazy? But who knows? I know somebody will. I know. I yeah, I mean, think.
2: people got to pay extra for that stuff. I mean, yeah. I can understand mm-hmm. if you they say you can't just spell out the word.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
2: I mean, but if somebody wanted a tag that had the letter F, the letter U, and then A-L-L, it's like,
0: okay, F-U-R.
2: It, it, how is that profane? Um, okay, you can try it. Go,
3: go ahead. Put the bang on a bit. <laughs> i <I'm> will just add, <asking, laughs>
2: like, you know, they're gonna, they're who's put making you out decisions? The, out of I'm just saying, all right, all right, we're going to move mm. on. All All right, right. Uh, I'm just saying, let's go. You ready
1: for I'm just saying? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. I
2: want want to tell you you something.
1: Take it away, Grandma. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, let me tell you about this thing here right
0: here.
2: This thing here right here. I'm just saying, it's time for repercussions. Okay, repercussions, that's what I'm going to talk about. Now, this is a story that happened last month. There was a black woman. She was seven months pregnant. Her name is Jillian. She visited the Philadelphia Pregnancy Center in Norristown, Pennsylvania, to get a doctor's note that had already been approved for her. Okay, keep that in mind. The note was already approved. So Jillian, who also deals with, uh, she has a condition of scoliosis, which is the curvature of the spine, and she has a a three-year-old child. She's been having, uh, Jillian's been having all kind of pain and complications with her pregnancy. So it's become difficult for her to work because her job was a home health aide. And because of the pain and the discomfort and scoliosis and all of that, she made an appointment. Her doctor approved to give her a note that she could give her employer so that she could go ahead and go out on maternity leave at seven months. Uh, along her pregnancy so it seemed like it should have been a cut dry simple enough situation but when Jillian got to the clinic to pick up the note she gets confronted with a Karen this white nurse named Teresa Smigo who refused to give Miss Jillian the note and then the nurse accused Jillian of fraud just out of nowhere accused her of fraud. Now, this nurse, Smigo, her name is Teresa Smigo, all up in Miss Jillian's business, says to Jillian, what were you thinking about when you got pregnant? You thought you were not going to have to work? And she said this right there in the waiting room in front of other patients and guests and whatnot that are sitting there. So that's already a violation of Jillian's privacy. But this Karen didn't even care. She just kept on going. Then she took it further and said, i got three children and I worked up until the last second that they were born. I'm like, you know what? Nobody cares what you did, Nurse Smigo. Ain't nobody ask you, Nurse Smigo. That's your business. But why were you all up in Jillian's business and why are you saying all of this stuff right there in the waiting room area? like in the lobby where it is other people. Why are you airing all this in front of all these people? This woman was totally out of bounds. So then Jillian, for some strange reason, felt like she had to respond to this crazy nurse, and she told the nurse, if this was fraud, the doctor wouldn't be giving me a note right now and tried to, I guess she thought she was diffusing the situation. And like I said, keep in mind, all of this is happening right there in the waiting room area in front of other people. But Jillian told the nurse that nobody knows what she's feeling on the inside of her body and how she deals with pain and what she feels and all this kind of stuff. But the Karen nurse, a smigo, took it to a whole nother level and said, Oh, I know what you feel like on the inside. Because I put my hand up in there and checked your cervix when you were last time here. So I know what you feel like on the inside. I'm like, what? And even though that is factual, Jillian was examined by this nurse on a previous visit. Again, why would you say all of this in front of all these people in the waiting room? What is wrong with you, Nurse Migo? that you don't seem to understand that that's not cool. Why are you putting all this information out in a public setting? So anyway, the whole thing started to escalate, and they're going back and forth with the nurse saying stuff and Jillian saying stuff. And keep in mind, this woman is seven months pregnant. She got pre-existing health conditions. Now she's getting all worked up and getting upset. So somebody up in this clinic in Philly decided to call the police. So while this whole altercation's going on, now the cops roll up from, uh, what's this place called? Norristown. Now the cops roll in from Norristown, and they're trying to find out what's the problem. So now Jillian is like all worked up in a state now because she's upset. She's just concerned. She's scared. She doesn't know what's happening. This nurse talking smack, now the cops are up there. So the cops end up telling both of them that y'all need to just not be in the same proximity of each other. And then they leave. And allegedly that was going to be the end of it. And I guess Jillian was like, I don't think so. This is not the end of it. I just got disrespected and my business put out in the street, so to speak, By this nurse So no This ain't the end of it So Jillian had to go get herself an attorney And sue the clinic in Philly To say You know what happened to her And she's looking for some some kind of Restitution Repercussions or something And come to find out That daggone Karen Miss Nurse Smigo Was not even an employee Of this health clinic This heifer uh, yeah, I didn't mean to call her heifer but yes I did. This heifer was a contracted uh like a contractor. She wasn't an employee. They paid her about a day to come in and help with the uh with this health clinic. Maternity clinic or whatever they call it, pregnancy center. So I I don't know if they got rid of the woman. That's what they should have done. But then they come back with, as usual, these lame apologies. Oh, we at the Philly Pregnancy Center are so sorry that this happened. This doesn't represent who we are and we're caring about our patients and blah, blah, blah. You know what? Y'all shove all that. It's time for some repercussions. You should not have people working for you, whether they are employed employee or a contractor, that do this kind of stuff. And all I'm saying at the end of it all is would this have happened this way if Jillian had been a white woman? That's the question. Would it have gone down like that if Jillian was not a black Muslim woman but a white woman from a suburb that came to this place for pregnancy health care? I'm just saying, it's time for repercussions. This stuff has got to stop. You know, why this nurse felt like you going to challenge her? She's trying to pick up a note from her doctor, and, and this woman just comes out and says, oh, this is fraud. No, I'm not giving you the note because I think it's fraud. Nobody asked you what you thought, and it wasn't for you to decide, Karen. So why don't you go sit your judgmental behind down somewhere? I'm just saying, it's time for repercussions. And I hope Gillian sees them or whatever she can get out of so she can live comfortably and raise her children. Now I'm done.
3: Okay. Drop the mic. Watch out.
2: You know, it it pisses me off that people feel like you can just come up to a black person and say whatever you want to say and that there's not going to be a repercussion. Like you just got open open it's like open mic night it's like let me get up on the mic and i'm gonna say what i want to say and there's no repercussions hmm. you're standing out in the middle of the waiting room saying all this stuff to this woman oh, please
3: mm-hmm. oh. I heard that, uh, that was a good one wait, wait, wait. all right oh, man.
1: much
2: for me all That's right
1: projection
2: yeah. i'm i'm gonna pass the mic to papa didi Living for the city. What's happening in the city, Papa I got to go calm down. Let me tell you something. I'm tired of the bullcrap. You're
3: going to bounce off of that, I
0: guess.
2: (laughs) I'm just saying, repercussion time. You know what? Living for the city. What you got, I'm going to say this here.
1: I don't care what you're doing out there, where your life is, well, what's happening with you right now? But I'm going to give everybody a little piece of advice right now. I think that when that clock strikes 12 o'clock on New Year's Eve, if we are blessed to live that long, okay, we all should have assessed, our bills, our life, our money, and see just what it is we're doing with our money, where our money is going, how can we save it, and how can we make it, okay? Because this story I'm about to read, it's going to piss you off so much, it's going to blow your mind.
0: Because
1: I'm going to tell you what, the people that we look at and laugh at and get entertained by, they're making a shitload of money. Mm. Okay, and we, the people, like I said before, we the people that buy tickets to see them play baseball, basketball, football, whatever the case may be, we're, we're the fools on the back end. You know, it's just you know all these little old celebrities. They're making more money than people that are in a band playing guitars and organs and keyboards and all that. You know, it's crazy. And and like I said, we really have to consider the 1st of January. What are we going to do? Who are we going to support? What are we going to cut off? Because I know I am. Now, here's the story. I'm going to make this real quick. Two minutes. Charles Barkley, 59 years old. Did his thing in the NBA, you know, paid his dues and all, because life is all about history. You know, you're you're based on what your self worth is based on your history. You got to keep it going in order to get paid for it in the future. Charles Bartley agreed to a new TNT contract worth well over a hundred million dollars. So where the hell, first of all, is TNT getting a hundred million dollars? All right. Last month, Charles Barkley agreed to. Now, when I read this story, you're gonna take a look. You're gonna see just how poor your ass really is. All right. Last month, Charles Barkley agreed to a ten-year deal with TNT that is worth over a hundred, over a hundred million dollars. Now, we all know what ten times ten is. Ten times ten is a hundred. Okay. Now, Barkley currently has three years left on his contract. That pays him $10 million per season. Now, mind you, I said season, not year. All right? A year is 12 months. A basketball season is about six, maybe seven, okay, with the playoffs. All right? His current contract coincides with TNT's agreement with the NBA deal, expiring after the 24-25 season. Now, this is 22. 23, 24, 25. So he got three years left on his current deal where he's going to be making $30 million. Hope the nigga paying his taxes. Anyway, now, if Turner were not to keep the NBA, I'm sure they will, but they wasn't. Because you only got to have a certain amount of games to make money. i talked about it a few shows before, how the NFL is all split up. NBC got Sunday night. Amazon got Thursday night. CBS got some, Fox got some, and that's a ton of money through the year. Anyway, Barkley could potentially own rights to go work somewhere else if the NBA don't pick up TNT. So his little contract would come null and void. He's hoping it ain't because he's sitting on this fat ass making mad money. But if he, if TNT don't renew their contract with the NBA, then he got the rights to move on. All right, now the exact amount that Barkley would make if not yet known to, to to fulfill his entire contract, it'll be well to exceed 100 million dollars over 10 years, and could approach 200 million. Okay, Barkley had, if he if he doesn't decide to retire before it goes out. Now he would be 69, 70 years old when it runs out. Now he's 59 years old. He's repeatedly spoken about retiring at 60 years old, but now that he's seeing how much money is in the business. Why do you think all these old-ass people are still sitting on their ass doing stuff? Everybody out there is making mad-ass money, okay? Now, now there's other people in the mix other than Charles Barkley, okay? While Shaquille O'Neal already has a long-term agreement with TNT, they all sit together, TNT has also re-signed Ernie Johnson, who's the commentator. They're, They're the analysis and he's a commentator and you got Kenny the Snake Smith he's with them also so but you know Barkley and and um, and Ernie Johnson and Kenny Smith was there first and they brought Shaquille O'Neal in so Shaquille O'Neal is actually the newest one there so they announced their deals Monday that all of them got. they all making mad, mad money, okay? And this is what Barkley said. See, we're all a big family, Ernie, Kenny, and Shaq. We're all brothers. They're all brothers to me. And I would still like to be here if it wasn't for them amazing people, you know, to sit up here and do live shows on TV is a great thing, Barkley said. He said, I'm not going to lie, though. This is a life-altering deal that I'm getting, and I'm blessed to be able to, to, live, to live my life on live TV. Alright now, now I'm gonna do this last paragraph. This is why I said check your money going forward. Tom Brady. He already has a contract with Fox after he retires. Now, I said that Barkley's make a hundred dollars hundred hundred million dollars over ten years. Tom Barkley, I mean uh Tom Brady, when he retired, he already has a contract with Fox to be a game analyst like everybody else in New York. Okay, the Post previously reported this. He's going to get paid $375 million over 10 years. Now, Barkley's making $100 million. Tom Brady's going to be making $375 million over 10 years. Ooh. Okay? Okay, and that comes on the heels of Tony Romo and Troy Aikman, making a neighborhood of $18 million a year. Do NFL games for a season, okay? So Tony Romo and Troy Aikman is making more than than Charles Barkley, but they're making less than Tom Brady's gonna make. But my question is, where the hell is all this money coming from? What
2: the what the fuck are they printing it?
1: I'm telling you right now, and all I'm saying, and you can love football and everything like that and everything else, but I got news for you. You got to figure out in this world, what is your part in keeping these people rich? What part are you playing in keeping Charles Barkley, Tom Brady, who's rich already? What's your part in keeping their ass rich? And anybody else out here you see making free-ass money? You know, you you got to think as a poor person in this world, what the hell is anybody doing for me? And why am I keep getting suckered into the bullshit and I'm the poorest motherfucker around? Think about it. I'm going to leave it at that. Drop the mic,
3: drop the Woo. mic, drop the mic. Mm. I'm trying to understand where they're getting all this money from, too, Bob. I don't, you. Trying, where I don't know. Where, where, from? Where, where,
1: where's this money coming from? Well, you know, those deals, those different NBA deals and all that shit, that's and, and basically advertisement. Yeah. It's Advertis- mad advertisement. I mean, these people. In- I
2: guess I'm adding to it every time I buy an authorized NFL jersey or shirt. Or an authorized NBA, you know, paraphernalia. That's what I'm saying.
1: You gotta watch. I guess all that money's
2: going to
1: them. You gotta see wow. what it is you're doing that's contributing to that bullshit cause.
2: All right. Mm,
3: mm. All right, that was a good one, Papa. Ooh,
2: look, and that I'm was that's only I
1: mentioned. You got my head. money,
3: money like
2: that.
1: that. Mm. How many people I mentioned? Only mentioned four or five people. There's a ton of people out there as <laughs> panelists and all that.
2: That's crazy.
1: Look, that's about Look, a Stephen. Look at Stephen
2: A. Smith. Oh, yeah.
1: He makes about $12 million a year. That
2: loudmouth. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's time to go to Hollywood and check <laughs> in with Kettle and get the All wrap right, up on uh, what's going on in entertainment. Um, oh, go for our, it. Papa. A bit. Yeah. Papa's going to do your intro, and then we're going to get into it. You ready? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm answering for her. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 it's all good. i
2: say, yeah, she's ready. She ready.
1: <laughs> Hollywood. Ba, 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 Hollywood. Take it away. All right.
3: Hot off the press. Haven't heard this name in a while, but ex-husband's name, he's been, got baby number 12. But anyway, I'm not even talking about him tonight. Mariah Carey reveals she's working on a television series inspired by her
0: memoirs.
3: Also, the singer uh, shares detail about her children's book and upcoming Christmas concerts. So, she's only doing four concerts, uh, Christmas concerts, two in Canada and two in New York. And dee ba dee, but that's all, folks. So, Mm -hmm. starting December the 9th through the 16th. She will be at those two places, and uh, that's going to be it for Christmas. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, she spent a million dollars on that one record anyway, so she really don't have to work. So, uh, you All know, right. it is what it is. All right, my girl, Angela Bassett, honors the woman who inspired her career path during a glamorous Woman of the Year ceremony. She received uh, the Lifetime Achievement Award. Um at this particular award ceremony. She talks about uh, uh, Rosa Parks, Betsy Coleman, um, of course, Tina Turner, who she portrayed and um, what love got to do with it. And she was saying those women inspired her. Um, you know, the things that she's doing. And uh, I guess the movies that she has impacted as well. So she received a Lifetime Achievement Award at the um, Glamour uh, Ceremony. Um... Also, talking about uh, Angela Bassett, you know, Wakanda Forever is coming out. Washington fans saw on the first of the year, November the 1st, um, the premiere here in Washington, D.C. was at the Smithsonian African American History Museum. Um, They premiered the movie there, and all the um, stars were there. Um, Lapita... um, Angela Bassett, everybody. I mean, I was iconic to be right there at the African American Museum. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, so, that was uh, good Yeah, even the um, the uh, director, he he wears a necklace has um, Chad uh uh face on it. And I said that's pretty cool. So. Oh yeah, okay. Ryan Cooper. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, so like I said, everybody was out. Everybody was out. Um, Johnny Depp is in the news. And Rihanna, what do those two have in common? Um, Rihanna is facing intensive backlash after it was revealed that Johnny Depp will make a star cameo in the upcoming Savage Fenty um, Volume 4 fashion show. You know, Rihanna always has a fashion show. And she has cameo uh, appearances by different um, actors and stuff. And uh, Johnny Depp, he's the one supposed to appear um, so far. So, you know, I guess the controversy is because of, um, you know, Depp's high-profile legal battle with his ex-wife, Amber Heard. Um, but, you know, I don't know. It it should make a difference. That's, that's what my thing is. But it seems like he's been getting, you know, more and more gigs since he had this divorce and, you know, went to court and everything. He still has his, you know, fans and everything, so that's a good thing, uh, if you're a Johnny Depp fan. Uh-huh. Um, also, uh, Kevin Spacey, haven't heard his name in the, in the news for a while. It's set to receive a prestigious Lifetime Achievement Award in Italy. Um, two <laughs> weeks ago, Kevin Spacey he was, He was found um remember the um, sexual abuse case He was found not liable for battery in a sex abuse trial. remember the actor um, a young actor said that he had uh you know uh, sexually abused him in uh in a certain way, but um they found that not to be true um it's, i mean it's kind of rough that it kind of sad kind of messed up Stacey's um for for a good little while. So yeah. and he'll be back on the radar now. But um, at least Italy, you know, giving him a Lifetime Achievement Award. So I think number one top-notch top, top notch actor myself. I enjoy it. He's good. Yeah. Um, he is good. Yeah. Um, the 2022 Soul Train Awards are taking place on November the 13th. And so, uh, you know, put your little DVDs, whatever you put on. Um, to um, record, to recognize the best in soul in R&B and hip-hop music. The ceremony is airing on BET, BET Her, VH1, and MTV2. Um, the comedian Dion Cole, he's hosting, so it should be pretty entertaining. Um, and that's on November the 13th. Also, um, my girls, Salt and Pepper, getting a song on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um it was cancelled two years ago. They were supposed uh it was planned two years ago in twenty twenty. But because of COVID and everything they postponed it. So, um kudos to salt and pepper. Um it been it's been- about damn time. This mm-hmm. is a 2,738 2, star on the walk of uh, fame in uh, Hollywood. So I didn't realize they had that many damn stars, you know, (laughs) and Walker Fame. Didn't know. And last but not least, uh, Dwayne Wayne. Former NBA star Dwayne Wayne filed a court petition earlier this year to legally change his 15-year-old daughter's name. But his ex-wife filed an objection this week. And Wade publicly responded on Thursday. Their daughter is transgender and has been going by the name of Zaya since 2020. So that should be interesting court battle. See what's going to happen with that. Continue to follow that. And that's yeah, my Hollywood sure that
2: All right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kevin.
0: You're welcome.
2: I really think his ex-wife just needs to accept that that's who, who the child is. She wants to change her name. Just get her. <laughs> If you love your child, you're going to love her no matter what she calls herself. So why are you tripping?
3: Yeah. 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 Yep. It what it be is.
2: Kind of... I mean, that's just my opinion. I'm like, you know, she, she doesn't want to go by her birth name now because she's transgender. Right. So. I think,
1: I think that... um I mean, she ain't got to be called that, but I think that whatever she wants to do legally, I think she should wait till she's 18 and do what the fuck she want to do. And that way the parents ain't got to get involved at all. Yeah. That's, my, okay. that's my view on it. You that's a good what point.
0: Okay.
1: And that ain't that. That's How, old, she How um, old is she now? How old is she now? 12, know. 13?
3: 15. 15.
1: 15, yeah. she got three years, and you can mm. you can name yourself Aloysius. I'll Puff the Magic Dragon, whatever you want. All right. mm, Well, mm. it's
2: time for the Kiss It List, Papa D. Can you tell everybody what is the world-famous Kiss It
1: List? That's the people that chumped themselves, made a jerk off for themselves.
2: Okay. So many.
1: So many.
2: And we oh start out goodness. with forty five on that list, Mr. Trump. Mm. Forty
1: five always.
2: He's still toying with the idea or teasing the audiences at his rallies about, uh, oh, maybe I'm gonna run, maybe pretty much. I might
1: I well, might do. Oh, How long well. are you
2: gonna work that? Well, people
1: are donating to him every month. Yeah. So therefore he's that's gotta about, keep them about. he's gotta stir the well, pot, you know. Yeah,
2: he's been talking that keep a long time.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 keep preaching at him i got
2: um I got another one. I got Jerry halliday. he is a, a ventriloquist a white ventriloquist in Chicago. He's got some mm-hmm. black puppets in oh. his ventriloquism act, one of which is named <laughs> Sister Girl, and he uses no, a quote unquote black accent. I didn't know there was a thing called a black accent. But he uses a black <laughs> accent with these black puppets. Oh, yeah.
1: Girlfriend, girlfriend. Yeah,
2: child, please. I know you did, add, You know, all this kind of stuff. So you're on the Kiss It list, Jerry Halliday. Uh, hmm.
0: Nicholas hmm. Cruz, hmm. the
2: Parkland shooter. He's on the Kiss It list. Eric Pratt, hmm. that's the cop hmm. that's being sued by the Petito family for Gabby's death. Uh, Jared, Jared Fineland for... Oh, this guy was giving out cannabis gummy bears to kids during Halloween. And once he got Girl busted, God. he told the cops, I ran out of candy.
0: So mm. he was
2: giving kids, you know, cannabis mm. gummies. I'm like, you're just irresponsible mm-hmm. and stupid. Uh, also, mm-hmm. I've got white Utah teens that dressed up in blackface on Halloween and were walking around in oh, the neighborhood Walmart. I oh, guess God. just trying to shock people, and people were like disgusted and appalled, and all of this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Why did you even think that was a good idea?
1: They're too young to even know what is even. And all they about. dressed
2: up as black prisoners. They put the on blackface oh, and okay, they were like, right, right, life.
1: right. You got it, Kettle. That right was,
2: jump yeah, that, was
1: that was somebody else. Like, that was somebody else's oh, ideal that laid it on them. Oh, uh, mm-hmm.
2: Elon Musk. For firing people from Twitter without the appropriate notice.
1: Oh yeah, he's laying off people big time.
2: Yeah, he's kicking them out of there.
3: Um, yeah, he kicked off Emma Heard, Matter of fact,
2: he kicked off Emma Heard. I forgot to say
3: that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh
3: Johnny Depp's ex-wife. Yeah. Um,
0: really. Let me
3: let me. Yeah, he sure did. Let me put uh, Nick Cannon on the kiss list. I'll be damn, baby. More babies you gonna have, man. <laughs>
2: What number is he up to now?
3: It's 12, but uh, one, you know, one is deceased, so it's 12 total, but he is 11 now. Good
0: grief.
3: By the same woman that the child passed away, so they thought to have another child.
0: Okay.
2: All righty. I'm going to put TNT on the list for paying these these commentators all this ridiculous money
0: hmm I don't mm-hmm, know where y'all get
2: yeah. it from. Maybe they're selling yep. drugs on the weekend or something. I don't know. I don't understand.
1: But then but like, see if you, you give... come up
2: with millions and millions. Yeah, but if you're
1: giving somebody sixty years old ten more years, what about somebody that's playing basketball that's about to retire? Oh, they yeah. gonna want a job Again. as a comic. What about him? Well, what about a legi- or her? a
2: legitimate uh like journalist? Person, you know, who's fresh born, out of
1: college, yeah, yeah,
2: who's been trained for doing on camera stuff. Mm-hmm. They can't get a gig because all these old heads are making mm-hmm. all the money. Anyway,
1: I told you that. Uh,
2: anybody else on the list? No, that's it. Going once, going no, I twice. All right. Here's the award for everybody on this week's
0: kids. My, my entire
1: my ass. You can Welcome back to a jump party one. Here's Papa D. D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello.
2: And Red Wine. A bonsoir, darling. All right, we just got a few minutes. We're going to get on out of here. Oh, wait a minute. Is this a caller? Let me check and see if somebody wants to say something or if that was an accident. Hello, caller. Did you have a comment? Go right ahead.
0: Yes, hello, hello. To it.
2: Okay. All right. Well, it's time for us to uh, get our last word in and get on out of here. What's your last word, Papa Didi?
1: Um. Hey, get out there and vote. This is it. This is last weekend before the voting begins. Uh, Tuesday, and well, you know the the counting. Yes, you got early voting all over the place. Yeah. And don't forget to set your clock back. Saturday night.
2: Are oh, we going to lose an hour?
1: No, we're going to gain
2: an hour.
1: we gain an hour, okay. Yep. And thank goodness, because it's getting light too early in the morning, too late in the morning. Man, the sunrise is 7.30. Yeah. Like, wait a minute, mm. I, need, I need the sun to come up more than that. Man, if I want to go out there and mow the lawn, i got to wait until 8 o'clock.
2: All right, well, my last word is, if you ever find yourself in a public place and somebody is trying to disrespect you, like the Jillian in that health care clinic, you got to shut that stuff down. Don't let those people disrespect you like that. If somebody is standing out in a lobby area, giving up your health care information, shut it down. Shut it down. Otherwise, there will be and should be repercussions. I'm just saying, don't let it happen. Shut it down. And vote. Get out and vote. Vote vote, 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 one time so nobody accuses us of any shenanigans. Yeah. Vote one time. I know time. that's
1: right. What you mm-hmm. were saying, too, really has to do with imagery.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, the image you project is really important in the world today. If you keep a mean look on your face a little bit, like Middle Eastern women. You ever see Middle Eastern women out there? They look mad the whole time they out in the street. They may be loving and caring when they go home. But you watch a Middle Eastern woman while she's shopping or at the supermarket or whatever, they ain't got the meanest fucking look. You don't want to go near them. And, and that's just imagery on your face that you yeah. keep when you go out. Just don't don't look so vulnerable or so gullible or so sweet or so kind because that's not the kind of world we live in. Anyway, I just want to say that.
2: Okay. Uh, Kettle, what's your last word? Um, I'm a
3: chime on Papa D, you're right. This world we live in is is just a hot mess right now. Um Mm -hmm. you know, it's like you wake up there's a shooting, mid afternoon is a shooting and in the evening there's a shooting. What Mm -hmm. the hell is going on? Either they're pumping something in the air or they just have no perception of what is going on. Um, I hate to say it but these young folks they need to get this shit together. And uh, like you said, get out there and vote. Maybe if they get out there and vote, things can change for them. And um, I'm sorry, this police captain, he need to go to sit his ass down. They need another police captain because he's not a great leader at all. I'm sorry. I just had to vent (laughs) for a minute. But uh, it's just too much going on in this metropolitan area, and it needs to stop. We need to shut it down. So that's my last
2: All right, well, we just want to say thanks for hanging out with us tonight on the Pajama Party Show. We're going to do it again next Friday night. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, have them join us right here, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, or Eastern whatever it is now when time goes back, standard, daylight, whatever it's called.
0: Standard,
2: yeah. Eastern Time, 9 o'clock. We'll be here. Hope you join us, too. That's all we got for tonight we going to say good night. Say good night, night puppy. Good
1: night. Say good night, Kevin.
3: Oh, wow.
2: Good night. And good night, noches. Adios, child. Later for you. See you next week. Adios. It's been real. Thanks for everything.
0: We love you. Adios. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, say, arrivederci, sayonara, and all that
1: sort of cheers. Well, when I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. cool. sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night, and good luck.
2: Was it as good for you as it was for me?
0: Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night.
1: Good night.
0: Thank you. Oh, goodbye, goodbye now. Goodbye. 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 Thank you. Goodbye.
1: Thank you for attending our show. And good night. <laughs>
0: Yeah